Hello and welcome to The Softer Side. I'm your life transitions coach, Shelley Carney. Let's design your life. The Softer Side with Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice offers life transitions coaching and interviews with coaches, consultants, and expert entrepreneurs. Join us in our live chat room during our YouTube live streams at thesofterside.live every Wednesday and Friday at 4 o'clock p.m. Mountain. Today's topic is the monkey bars of life. Today we're talking about reaching for more. And this picture is what I got when I looked for monkey bars. <laughs> so it's the handholds, right? We, we swing and grab, we swing and grab, we swing and grab. And that's what I'm talking about with the monkey bars of life. And attaining the next step in evolution means letting go of the past and reaching for more. So if you want to get to the next bar up ahead, you have to let go of the last bar and leave it behind. How am I doing on this? The new year, new you. I decided to add some really great daily healthy habits. I don't know about you, but here's what I'm doing. Every morning, I'm uh, doing meditation. I go over my goals and affirmations. I do visualization. I do some exercise, I do some journaling, and I'm either reading or doing personal development courses throughout the day or before I go sleep at night. It's great, but it does require a little bit of time and planning. What do you do in the mornings? Make my bed. Anything else? Because I don't usually hear from you before like 11, so you must be doing some stuff. Um... Mostly it's just making, uh, so I make my bed mm -hmm. and uh, shower mm. sometimes, not always. I wait till later in the day to shower sometimes. Uh, but then I uh, do all the things that need to make the house neat, you know, mm -hmm. pick up stuff, vacuum stuff, put away stuff. Um, and when are you doing your exercising? Uh, then. So okay. that's, yeah, it's all, if I can fit it in, uh, it's at that point. Getting it over with. I want to do my workout before I take my shower. So. Mm -hmm. And then when I get back from that, it's time to my first meal. So my my first meal is around the 12 to 1, sometimes later. Mm -hmm. area. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I'm busy, but it's that kind of meditative, you know, zen and the art of motorcycle maintenance busy. You're maintaining your motorcycle? No, but I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, the, it's a form of zen to be able to continue to work. Mm -hmm. You know, we process um, our sand samples. I mm -hmm. make the pendants. So mm -hmm. all of that requires some sort of like meditation and zen and getting it done correctly and overcoming problems. And oh my God, the sand doesn't fit in the pendant. <laughs> okay, awesome. And what do you guys do in the mornings? Do you have a routine that you go through every day? Let us know. As I said, it's not about having time. It's about making time. What does that mean? Well, when I wanted to add all these new things in, I needed to make sure that I was up out of bed at 7.30 instead of sleeping until 8 or 8.30. What does that mean? That means I need to get to bed earlier at night. I can't be waiting till uh, 11.30 or later to go to bed. I need to get to bed between 10 and 11 now so that I can get up in the morning and have had enough sleep. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I have an app on my phone, and one of the things that 
it tracks is my sleep. It tracks it through my Fitbit into my phone. And then I am in this health program through my husband's insurance that uh, when we build up enough points, we get money back at the end of the year into our health savings account. So again, another thing to, that keeps track of my sleep is that, uh, that, that health savings account um, build that uh, we're working on. So I'm very you know, aware that I'm getting at least seven hours a night. Some nights it doesn't happen. Some nights it's six and a half, sometimes less. And I, that means I have to make up for it sometime. So the, the more often I can be consistent about getting to bed on time and, and getting up at the same time, the more consistent my whole life turns out to be. It's, it's, it all adds up, right? So it's not about having time. It's about making time, planning ahead, uh, staying consistent. Uh, so what new goals did I have for myself this year? Well, I w decided to focus on money and abundance, bringing in more money, having more of an abundance uh, in my life. And that included such things as a new job. Um, I have a new part-time job that I'm doing on the weekends. A new partnership business. Toby and I are developing a new partnership business called Sales Leaders Institute that we are working to... Uh, build and create. It's a, uh, it's a partnership where he teaches sales skills and I teach life coaching skills to sales professionals. And together, uh, we help them grow holistically. So that is in the works. Uh, more promotions. We're always giving things away and promoting our products, our, uh, our Redbubble sand products that my daughter has started. Uh, we're doing giveaways with the, uh, you know, the, the pendants and uh, the products on the sand channel, the products on AGK. We have uh, promotions for our VIP member vault. We have a lot of stuff going on with promotions. Uh, we have new prospects and clients that we're working with online. We have appointments with them. We're talking with them uh, in getting referrals from them. And that takes up our time because we have to not only figure out who we're going to talk to, we have to set up the appointments, do the, uh, do the appointments, do the follow-up to the appointments, then follow up with the referrals. And it's, it's a big thing. And then of course, more projects. Um, Toby's always coming up with new ideas for or how about we try this or that or the other thing? And, and it just all adds up. And time is money. How much is your time worth? So we have to kind of look at, at it and say, okay, of all these activities, which ones are going to be the most beneficial? Which ones are going to bring us the most money? So what do you think? Which ones are going to bring us the most money on this? Or me the most money? Um, the most. Yes. The new partnership business. Okay. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Do you feel that that's, that's reasonable to think about that? Well, uh, I think it's reasonable because it's an original piece of work. Mm -hmm. And anytime you can create a new uh, a product that nobody else has thought about, uh, then that always has the most potential. And because it has the most potential, it's easier to draw the most interest. So it's exciting to be part of because, you know, it's something that's new. Mm -hmm. There's nothing better than new and free. 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 We're not going Meaning to do it for not, free. We're not putting a lot of money into no, it. No, no, no. We, are, well, we don't have to put no, any We have to put in time. But I mean, uh, we eventually will give things away for free in order to generate the business, right? Mm -hmm. So this is free. Right. For them. Right? For yeah. them. 
uh, but it's a way to attract more subscribers, et cetera, et cetera. That eventually gets you to monetization. That produces additional income, et cetera. Right. So new and free are the winners of marketing. All right. Advice from Toby. So what goals do you have that are new for this year that are taking up some of your time? Most of us spend too much time on what is urgent and not enough time on what is important. And the reason we do that, Stephen Covey, is because we don't plan ahead. And when we plan ahead, <clears throat> these are the things I'm going to do today. Bloom, ba-doom, 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 ba-doom. And they're all on my calendar. When they come up, I do them. Uh, that way I'm spending time on what's important. If I don't schedule my calendar like that and there's open spaces and somebody suddenly says, oh, you need to do another video for the AGK member, member vault this week. Oh, well, that's urgent. So let me work on that. And I have to find a place in my calendar where I can fit it in and do it. Uh, maybe that's happened with you. Has uh, something come up where you're like, oh, I better take care of that right now. It seems urgent. Um, and had to wiggle it into your personal time or somewhere on your calendar. Has that happened to you? No, I just wait to give it to you. So, no. <laughs> you make me do it instead. <laughs> yeah, uh, my urgencies usually revolve around uh, me having a plan to do something and then uh, somebody changing it. Those, those always get urgent. Exactly. Because I'm very... Your daughter I, calls and says, yeah, I need you to babysit. I need you to babysit. Or Janet calls and says, would you like to go to the movies? Or it's, you know, and, and I want to make my safe. I don't, I don't need a lot of self-time, right? Because I'm not You have a lot anymore. of self-time. I have a lot of self-time. And uh, so I don't, I'm not, uh, I'm not... Uh, uh, Covetous of having self-time. You're able to be flexible Yeah, so when that. somebody asks something and if it's mm. part of my self-time, I have no problem giving it away, right? Mm -hmm. I, I, that's probably the wrong phrase, right? Of Sharing it. Of sharing it and doing something with somebody that I care about. Mm -hmm. And these are friends or family, and I care about my friends or family. Right. So, they are priorities for you. Yeah, they yeah. are. Um, the other thing that I don't have problems doing is saying no. Right. I, I think that's a, a part of learning this, and I'm sure you're going to get to it eventually. Mm -hmm. uh, learning to say no when you can't do something or when it, or it uh, Being conflicts decisive. With, yeah. I've yeah. noticed that about you, and I've learned that from you, that yeah. people appreciate people who are decisive. Mm -hmm. Even if you're going to say no, just make a decision. Right. Yeah. And sometimes the saying the no uh, includes offering an alternative. Mm -hmm. I can't do it this weekend. What about next weekend? Right. Uh, rather than saying, sure, I can do it this weekend, hanging up and then worrying about how you're going to get everything done this mm -hmm. weekend. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, we're making plans for this weekend. Right. That's in the context that, right. A, you're not working. B, I had no other plans. Mm -hmm. And so it was easy to say, yeah, let's do that. Now, if my daughter, uh, for example, called up tomorrow and said, I need you to watch the boys on Saturday, I'd say, fine, I'm having a, a get together. So yeah, we're but they're have to good. That. They're easy. But they're at the age where they're right. Go in the bedroom and right. be quiet. And, and they're fine with that. Give them a give them a connection to it. They're not Internet. baby Yoda, right? <laughs> uh, so I think those are two additions to kind of this uh, this whole uh, set of criteria that you don't you know uh, it's your schedule. Right. You need to manage it. Don't right. allow other people to manage it for you. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to say no, mm -hmm. and don't be afraid to offer alternatives. Right. And I think those are the things that that you suggested mm -hmm. that people are grateful for. It you know when you say to them, no, I can't do that. Right. And well, I, if my son needs something and I can't do it, but usually my husband can. One or the other of us if, can. If one of the children were to call and say, 
um, I have to, I, um, I'm going into the doctor, I need you to watch, because this is emergency, et cetera, et cetera, then I would change my, I would sure. reprioritize. Yeah. And I would make the necessary calls to do that. Right. But generally speaking, in my life, that doesn't, that doesn't happen a lot. Right. Those kinds of things don't Very happen. Very rare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a lot easier. I think it's a lot easier yeah. for me than it is. Yeah. For somebody So what to you halfway. is urgent and what's important and what's the difference? <clears throat> Let us know. Uh, have you heard of the Pareto Principle? Apply the 80-20 rule to be more productive. Work on the tasks that take up 20% of effort or time, but will give you 80% of the results. And you can apply Pareto Principle to almost anything. Mm-hmm. 20% of your people will do 80% of the work. 20% of your family will make 80% of the commitments, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's not an unusual... We'll go back to it since you're talking uh, about it. It's not an unusual rule to apply. Mm-hmm. Uh, we apply it in, in, in the sales world. We apply it all the time because it's very true that 20% of your sales professionals will produce 80% of your revenue. Right. And you adopt that and then you figure out how to bring everybody else up to level. Um, in some cases, you can't. But uh, the Pareto, uh, I don't know if it's a rule, but the Pareto principle mm-hmm. applies principle. in a lot of different cases. So mm-hmm. uh, and 20% of, the, of your viewers will be make up 80% of your watch time. Yeah. You know, that yeah. kind of thing. So yeah. it's, it's, It works for just about everything. It's funny. It's very funny. But it's, it, was, it was discovered in nature. So... Of course, nature is throughout all of us and the world. It was discovered that 20% of the pea plants grew 80% of the peas. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's what Pareto had discovered, and then it, it just went from there. So um, our challenge is to find those 20% of the things that we do and focus on getting those done first making sure that those tasks get done because they give us 80% of the value in life. Uh, Another one of my goals for this year is social growth, uh, which gives me more opportunities and support, uh, opportunities to grow socially, to grow mentally, physically, uh, spiritually, and uh, financially. So, this is important to me for those reasons. And support is one of my number one uh, things that I'm grateful for. You know, when I list my things I'm grateful for, support of family and friends is at the very top. It's super important to me. Um, and I'm super appreciative of it. And how do I grow socially is through networking. So that's perhaps my, my ladies group, which is called own your, excuse me, own your badassery society. That's my ladies group that I'm a part of. And we meet three to four times a month. I'm very uh, focused on being there for those things. Uh, More networking and connecting is a part of that networking. Connecting would be uh, the deeper level. So if I meet somebody through networking that I want to meet one-on-one with, or if I have friends that I want to grow our relationship and make it deeper and stronger, then I want to make sure I reach out to them, connect with them, see them in person, uh, spend some time with them, getting to know them and what's going on in their lives. So these are things I've been very focused on. Uh, that requires me to make invitations to people. Uh, that requires me to uh, 
set up events or be at events, uh, like the event that we're having this Saturday. Uh, people are coming into town, so we decided to make an event out of it. Well, uh, since these people are coming, Sarah and Brad are coming, let's have a little party. Uh, we will incorporate my husband's birthday into that because his birthday's on Monday, so we'll celebrate on the weekend. We'll bring in some other friends that we don't get to see, but maybe once a month at the most, or you know, a few times a year, we'll bring them in too and, and leverage that time and have a good good event. Uh, public speaking would be another. Um, I did a I did a topic speech um, for my ladies group a couple of weeks ago. Um, Toby and I are always on YouTube, of course, that's public speaking, but uh, we are also talking about doing some more uh, public speaking, offering our services to speak at events uh, to promote our new business. So that would lead us towards more opportunities and uh, support. And um, so I'm a big fan of public speaking. I got good at it early in my career and uh, eventually got to enjoy it. And um, the ability to speak in public confidently is always a help when you're, especially when you're trying to build a business. And so we're going to take advantage of that because we do get offers um, to speak in public. We don't take them a lot because I don't take them a lot because I, I, qualify that I'm retired. But now that we're moving back into the business world, I'll probably be accepting more of those public speaking opportunities yeah. at conferences and yeah. trade shows, things like so that. So what do you guys do? What else are your other goals that you're wanting to focus on and spend time on? Uh, time is a sneaky little thing in the way that it tricks you into thinking you always have enough, but you never do. You always think, oh, this will only take 20 minutes or this will only take an hour. And then it always seems to expand to whatever time you have available in your life. It just fills it all up. Uh, that's why it's so important when you're scheduling things on your calendar that you schedule them for the amount of time you're pretty sure it's going to take. And then you do not allow it to expand past that because it always will if you allow it. Then, of course, we need to do self-care, right? We have to take care of ourselves, our bodies, uh, our, our, our lives. Um, that includes meal planning and prep, exercise, body care and recovery. I'll tell you, I, like, um, I, grew, I go to uh, Planet Fitness. I have the black card for Planet Fitness. And I go do my exercise. And then after I'm done with the exercise part of the uh, the visit to the gym, then I move over to the spa part of the gym and I get to do uh, one of the massage machines. And then um, once a week I'll do tanning. And then um, every time possible, I will also do the total body enhancement, which is a red light therapy with a um, vibrating plate. So um, I try to do that as often as I can. It uh, keeps you young and vibrant and good for you. Uh, so that's something that I like to do for my body and recovery. And then I try to sleep seven to eight hours a night and have some fun and relaxation in my schedule as well. What do you do for self-care? <laughs> well, let me think about this because not all of them are necessarily self-care. So um, I try to get six to seven hours sleep. Mm -hmm. I've never needed seven to eight. I don't, that just makes me feel worse. So I try to get six to seven hours of sleep. Um, I have uh, my meditative routines always involve work. So whenever I'm doing something, 
so I know I'm working because my heart rate is being constantly tracked by people who know <laughs> whether I'm keeping busy or not, right? Mm-hmm. So, and they'll tell you, they look at it and they say, oh, look, your average activity for the day is seven hours. That's really good for a person your age, you know? So, you you know that. So it's probably really good for a person any age. Any age, but. <laughs> Unless you're a toddler and you're always on the move. <laughs> so, I watch my diet. Uh, I try to watch my diet. I try not to do anything, you know, real bad. I don't do a lot of alcohol, um, socially mostly. Um, I exercise daily. Um, and I try to get as much sunshine. I like being in the outdoors Mm -hmm. and the outdoors include sometimes, you know, spending the weekends just riding the same trail on the same bike. And sometimes there's, that's very, and again, it's very Zenish to me. The fact that it's the same trail on the same bike is irrelevant because for me, it's part of that Zen approach to, um, you know, maintaining your mental and physical health. Mm -hmm. Uh, some people would incorporate st- spiritual there. I'm less likely to do that. But as long as I feel mentally and physically healthy, I feel happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that gives me time to focus on things that do make me happy. And that is, you know, um, interests, learning about things. And, and I think the two things that, that don't fall into that taking care of yourself category, but are the result of taking care of yourself giving you the time and the energy to uh, pursue other interests and giving you the time and energy to connect with family and friends. And those three things, the maintain, the self-maintenance, what do, what do you call it? Self-care, mm-hmm. self-maintenance, uh, new interests, and maintaining connections with family and friends, I guess, are the three categories that, that I, you know, that's what I do for self-care. Mm-hmm. Well, you take care of your house as well. I, do. I think I would include that because you always feel uh, out of sorts when your house is yeah. what you say a wreck. My house is a wreck. My house is a wreck. You say it a lot, and you don't feel balanced and complete until it's cleaning. No, up. part of or it's part of that organization. I don't think of myself as OCD, but I do feel like I'm organized, and so it there's a sense of of discontinuity when everything, and and it doesn't have to be in its place. It just has to be, I know I'm in trouble where, when I have to start moving things in order to get something done, right? Mm -hmm. So when you have a project and you realize, oh, I have to clean up that last kind of bit, Mm -hmm. or I have to make sure I'm doing my wash before I can get that project done. Mm -hmm. So it's always good. That's why the first part of my day is always invested in kind of straightening up, putting things away, and making sure that the next job can be tackled, even if the next job is doing the dishes. And of course, it's all on you because you live alone. Right. So you know, I made the mess, I have to clean it up. Yeah, and it's the same, <laughs> I, you know, I treat my, my truck, my little truck the same way. It's, you know, um, I want it to be clean. I want it to be in in good shape. And not that I put a lot of miles on. I'm about to go two years on the thing. And I think I, only, I just hit 17,000 miles. Yeah, I think our the, biggest trip was the Yellowstone. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So uh, that means, you know, gas and on Fridays and a car wash on days when it's not 32 degrees. Uh, but all of that's part of that whole Zen thing. I mean, mm-hmm. nobody spends... Well, I think... In your case, those things, the house and the, and the vehicle are an extension of your body. You take care of your body and you take yeah. care of your things. Yeah, yeah, um, I do take it. And it's really distressing when you lend something, something to someone and they don't take care of it as good as you. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I do take care of my stuff. I mm-hmm. mean, I have stuff. I was just thinking about it. We're giving away a picture mm-hmm. tonight. 
And the shirt that I'm wearing, yeah, I was wearing yesterday. <laughs> now it's pretty ratty. I mean, you yeah, can, the you collar can tell. is like it's worn still, out. <laughs> it still goes to the dry. It still goes to the cleaners. It still gets pressed and and creased. And uh, but it's ratty. I mean, it's like it's worn. <laughs> it is. You know the the place where I lift up my pocket. Black stain on it yeah, from a sharpie yeah. or but something. But it's the same <laughs> shirt that I'm wearing in that photograph, and because they'll take care of it. I have a pair of boots that are. I don't know, have to be 30 years old, mm -hmm. if not older. Mm -hmm. I have a bicycle that I bought in the early 90s that I still ride every other weekend, you know. So uh, so I take care of my stuff and, and I use it. You know, mm -hmm. it's not like it sits on a, I think, uh, I, none of my stuff sits on a shelf for very long. If it gathers dust. It, it goes away. It, it goes away, <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, so... What do you guys do to take care of yourselves? What kind of self-care routines do you have? Let us know. The key is not to prioritize what's on your schedule, but to schedule your priorities. So let's talk a little bit more about our priorities. It's time to prioritize when we find ourselves putting things off to get other things done. I was doing this when I, I decided to get this part-time job and I had to go through a bunch of you know, onboarding, training, um, spending time working on focusing on that. And in order to do that, I had to put some other things off. Uh, I didn't get a podcast up for, you know, a couple of weeks, which I normally have time for. Uh, some things were let slide. Um, so this kind of helps us see, okay, it's time to prioritize again. I need to stop and analyze what's going on. I need to prioritize. I need to know what's the most important thing for me to get done first and make some new decisions. Would I choose to do this again? You know, um, have to make these decisions again. Should I continue to do the softer side videos? Should I continue to do the podcast? Should I continue to spend my time on these things that are not bringing me money Maybe they're bringing me other things, you know, and is that valuable to me? Is that something that I want to invest my time in? I have to reanalyze and reprioritize in order to fit everything back into uh, my day and decide what needs to, to leave, what needs to be let go of right now, um, what's not important to me anymore. You know, uh, now that I have these new things, I'm reaching out for that next bar on the monkey bars. What do I need to let go of in order to swing forward? So what about you? Have you had any new things come along that you need to fi figure out how to fit them into your life? Well, the, the fact that we're creating a new channel, the World Sand Project, all based on a literally one TEDx video that started me off on the journey. And and so we had to we, we not only have to incorporate that into our... Uh, quote business unquote life you know our activity life because we don't we don't this isn't business in the sense that we're making a living income from it it's it's fun and so we already had two programs we're taking up you know 10 hours a week and um, this puts an, uh, the onus of another one on us plus there's additional front end work mm -hmm. uh, the difference between the front end work on this one and say the front end work on the um, restoration project is it's not it's not big work. You're not using machinery and spending four days in the garage. Just and you're not having to film all the pre, right. pre work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, it's just the imagery that takes place. So it, it's very relaxing, and it happens to be in line with one of my interests right now, which is geolo geology and microscopic, 
microscopy and all the side angles uh, for aminophora, you know, to sand grain size, etc. Learning et new words. Learning new, you know, yeah, <laughs> practicing the learning of new words, you know. Uh, but because of Keeps that... Keeps your brain sharp. That's right. Because of that, you're in constant motion, you mm-hmm. know. You can have a strange conversation with another 71-year-old and you start throwing these things and you're interested at them and their eyes kind of glaze over like, really? You know, get a life, buddy. So this is a life in a way. It's my life. I have the time to do it. Uh, I enjoy learning. And uh, so if I spend the next year doing this, that's a year that I would have otherwise spent learning something else. This just happens to be in. Yeah. And uh, as you probably know, I'm, I'm acquiring more and more knowledge, not only about sand, but about geology and about the things that are connected to geology. You know, mm-hmm. I can identify rocks now. And yeah, you're finding you, out. There are actually, there's actually a Facebook group for sand collectors yeah, and there's yeah. a, you know, there's Reddit this groups for geology Reddit group and, and rock there's hounding. This, and they do a convention every year yeah. and I, you know, and they sell sand on eBay. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. All these things that you never imagined. Right. That you never, uh, not, you never Realized imagined were possible. Were you just re- didn't realize they mm-hmm. were out there and suddenly they're out there, you know, and it's a lot of fun finding out about it. So, so. What do you need to reprioritize in your life and be able to fit in? And what do you need to let go of in order to do that? Let us know. In order to say yes to your priorities, you have to be willing to say no to something else. So uh, when we are planning our lives, we want to live our lives by design and by plan rather than just by default and whatever happens, happens. Uh, If we want to end up in a place that we choose rather than just end up in a place that maybe we'd then sit and wonder, how did I get here? So we need to find a way to to say yes to our priorities and say no to the things that are not among our priorities. Maybe there's some things that uh, we need to let go of, just like clutter, right? That clutter up our lives and take up our time. Uh, Maybe I'm watching too much television. Maybe instead of spending my time eating lunch in front of uh, a, a TV show, I need to just eat my lunch at the table where it only takes 10 minutes instead of 30 to 40 minutes and then be done and move on to something else. Uh, that's something that I've started incorporating throughout uh, my week. Um, so I had to let go of watching these TV programs while I'm eating lunch and and that for me, it was like, oh, but this is fun and this is a relaxing time. It's like a break. Yeah, but I don't need to do it. There's other things I need to do more. So priorities. Um, doesn't mean I let go of watching TV altogether. I do enjoy watching television with my husband on the weekends, in the evenings. That's something that we do together. Uh, so it's more of a social thing rather than just an entertainment. We share the entertainment. So it's entertainment and it's social and it's that relationship time. So uh that's what I've chosen to do. That's how I've chosen to prioritize and say no to some things that were wasting my time. So again, things were beginning to slip. So when things are beginning to slip, some adjustments need to be made. So I needed to give up TV. I needed to give up some social media time, time I was spending on social media, looking at things that, you know, I don't, I don't spend time on anymore. I, I let go of it. I said, I don't, that's not getting me anywhere. It's not doing anything for me. So I'm letting go of it. Um, I was getting too many emails. It was taking up my time, even just going through them and deleting them was taking too much time. So I, so I stopped, uh, doing that and I focused on each one. And I said, do I ever read this from this person? If the answer is no, and I would, 
go into it, I would unsubscribe. And I unsubscribe from probably about 50 to 100 email lists uh, so that I can hone things down to only the most important thing. Uh, I was spending time on free trainings, uh, downloading PDFs that I would just put into a file and not look at, and free offers. Uh, I decided, you know what, I have honed it down. I have business coaches who provide everything I need. And then um, I've got a mentor group that I belong to that has everything I need. And then I have my uh, ladies coaching group that has everything I need. And if it's not one of those three things, it's gone. You know, I won't participate in it. It's it's just not even in my world anymore. It's gone. Um, so and then, then I move into looking at unproductive dead ends that do not give me my desired results. And again, that's looking at, am I spending too much time making uh, videos that are not bringing me any return? Am I spending too much time on this podcast where I don't have anybody listening to it anyway? Um, what can I give up? What is not bringing me the results that I want? And just letting those things go, making those adjustments. Do you have any adjustments that you can think of? So over the past uh, several months, I've reduced my news consumption time by, by about two thirds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason is I, I was, I mean, I, I focus on one channel because it meets my needs, but I was watching different programs, all of which repeated the same stories. And I realized I can, I can take some of that, <laughs> yeah. just watch the one that, that, tends to be my favorite to the mm-hmm. most analytical uh, to me. Stick with that and not worry about the others. Occasionally, I'll, I'll go back if I have some spare time on the weekend. I'll just put it on I'll, because they're on demand, and I'll just put it in the background. Uh, but that saves some time. Um, the other thing is that when I was doing the restoration project, that's when I learned the lesson of as you go, as you do something, mm-hmm. right, whatever you're doing, uh, once you're done with what you're doing, refresh, meaning pick up everything, put everything back in its place, you know, <coughs> and, and the, the, the one, the most, that turns into your, your house things, right? Mm-hmm. So on Wednesdays, I know you have to do the, the trash comes on Wednesdays. Right. So Tuesday night I go around, pick up all the trash mm-hmm. and then I go back. And what I used to do is eh, I'll replace the bag tomorrow. And then, and then the minute that happened, you realize, oh, well, I can't even start cooking without that big place. So the the lesson is finish something and it's not finished until everything is back in its place. Everything was how it started, even if it's like the trash. How it started was the, the container that goes outside is full, all the others are empty and the bags that the ones that require bags have been replaced. That's when it's finished. It's not finished when you roll mm-hmm. the cart out. Mm-hmm. And that was a really good lesson as a result because the restoration project, you had to go through 10 or 12 different phases with each uh, project, with mm-hmm. each one of the vehicles. Mm-hmm. And you'd find yourself, well, let me just, I did that. Let me go do this. And you'd realize you couldn't finish this until you had cleaned up that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was a really good lesson for me because I've applied it not only to uh, projects like that, whether it's processing a sa- sample of sand, but literally just doing the trash on Tuesday nights. It's not finished until everything is ready to go, you know, the following day or the, even five minutes later. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was a really important lesson. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's actually a time saver. Uh, because when it's, it's disorganized, true. when it's you true. don't finish the project, mm-hmm. then and you expect that I'm going to start a new project, but I can't do it until this cleans up, mm-hmm. uh, then it, it wastes time. If you had mm-hmm. done it when it was part of the project, it, it takes significantly less time than when it when, than you have to do it 
you know, instead of. Right. There's so. been studies done on multitasking. Yeah. And you waste 15 minutes every time you try to switch over to a new right. task. Yeah. If you would just focus until it's done and f- complete it. Yeah. And then move on. You save 15 minutes for every task that you add on to the day. You know, it was really funny. I did some consulting way back when in the 90s with a company called ProChain. And uh, they were developing studies and, and teaching courses. And I was helping them develop the courses. And one of the, one of the projects that, because it was ProChain, one of the projects we had people do was uh, they had to follow a set of instructions. And one group followed a single set of instructions. And the other group did it like you suggested, the other way. Mm-hmm. And it was it involved just taking three sheets of colored paper, tearing them up into small pieces, organizing them in certain ways. And and the group that was, was, was said, first, you tear the paper. Then you sort the stacks. You know, they mm-hmm. did it, each one, and each one was completed. Their finished success rate was always by orders of, not quite orders of magnitude, by percentages, uh, better, the final product was better than the people who said, well, no, I'll just do it my way. Let, mm-hmm. me, let me just do it my way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was the same concept. Focus on one uh, objective at a time, get that objective finished, and then clean up, mm-hmm. and then go on to the next one. Yeah. You're more likely not only to finish the project, you're, gonna, you're more likely to do it in less time, and you're more likely to finish with a, a higher quality product. Mm-hmm. And your mind can focus on the project. And then when it's done, you have that closure yeah. so that it's, your mind is clear to be open to the next thing. I, I've never been a big fan of multitasking, and the people that claim I, I don't like being around, I shouldn't say, I don't like being around. I'm uncomfortable being around people who claim they're multitasking. But I've seen you do try to do it, and I, you, you get you get so <laughs> flustered, right? It, you don't it, get anything done. Yeah, you don't get anything done. That's right, and that's what happens. You yeah. watch them not get anything done, mm-hmm. and so the best that you can do is consult them and say, "Let's get this part done." Let's get this part done. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you're right. If you try to multitask, the results are going to be disastrous. Yeah. You, can't, you just can't do it. Yeah. Things don't get finished no. and they get forgotten. Right. Because your mind isn't clear to focus. So if you would like to define your priorities and get straight on what's important and what's urgent then get the support you need to love your life and the time you need to evolve into your ideal self. You can call me for your free discovery coaching session. The link is in the description box below the video. We can talk and uh, get those things ironed out for you so that moving forward, you have your priorities straight and you know what you want to focus on. Now we're going to open up phone lines and check out the chat room. Our number is 202-815-1171. And here's a prompt for you. What are your top priorities and how do you express them? Because the way the things that we do, the actions that we take, express our top priorities. So, so in the room we have Tony Rusi, uh, Christy, K-Pro. You're, I'm going to go uh, full screen. Uh, yeah. I'm going to take you and to don't forget, somewhere. we're going to be giving this... Crystal pendant away in just a few minutes. Um, uh, Captain Marvel's in the room. Uh, Moni618 says hi. Shots, canine treasure hunters. Greetings. Davio uh, says hi. 
and Lorraine S. Let me see if anybody has any questions. Um, Lorraine S. says she's up at 6 every day. Uh, Caper says, wake up, get my son out the door, check social media, check email, sit and plan out my day, and I play a set of puzzle games no more than five minutes to get my mind going. That's a good idea. I do the same thing with donuts. I like donuts. That gets my mind going. Oh, you don't eat donuts. <laughs> uh, let's see. Lorraine says, good luck, uh, Toby and Shelly, on your new business. Thank you. If you know any sales managers or VPs of sales. We need to interview them. We are looking for input for our new business. So please refer them to us. So Tony says, my plan is to get my van running and spend six months in Wyoming. Guess what he's <laughs> going to be doing in Wyoming. Davio needs the snow to melt. It's bad news, Davio. I think we've got another week's worth of snow coming in next week. It's still winter, man. Caper says, urgent is must do or huge breakage, kids six. Kids sick, car breaks down, important, keeps you from being you, the essentials to your life. Tony says, magical badass, LOL, like the gun-toting lady in sunglasses and leather on the Matrix. <laughs> to do another one for you. Uh, Violet says, keeping up with my four-year-old is my exercise, and sometimes I become the jungle gym. So it was really cute. Uh, the other day she was doing a video, and mm -hmm. I don't know what his real name is, uh, but her nickname for him is Fish. Mm -hmm. and they were at the beach or the, there by the lake that she lives nearby. And he was running around, and he, he was picking up sticks, and he was organizing them. Like he was picking up the, mm. the sticks that had washed on shore, and he was mm -hmm. organizing them for himself. And she called the video Fish and Sticks. That was really <laughs> cute. Ta -ta. Let's see. Captain Marvel says she has OCD. Uh Obsessive compulsive disorder. Uh, Davio says vacuuming is re my relaxing zen moment. Dishes too. Carry water. Chop wood. Towel. I agree with you. I'm a, I'm a big fan of that whole zen and uh, working. Uh, for me, I know I, I know some people would say how is working that, but the the focus is what it you know whatever I'm doing as I'm focused on it. Shelley, notice that Shelley has learned that if I'm involved in something and I'm doing something and it has to do with you know, we're making progress. She just leaves me alone. She knows I'm focused on it and that I don't need to be distracted. She's really good at that. And I do the same for her. I've learned that lesson from her, actually. I don't bug her when she's doing something. <laughs> what? So uh, Davio mentions um, chop wood, carry water. That's a Buddhist um, philosophy uh -huh. that if we're working on a problem in our mind or if we are trying to figure out our priorities, for instance, the best way to... Um, let your subconscious work on that problem is to go about your day, chop wood, carry water, do the things that need to be done, then your subconscious mind continues to work on that problem uh, during that during that time. Mm. Well, that's what my, uh, you know, I've said, told, told you in the past, that my most important uh, 20 minutes of my day is the 20 minutes in the shower because that's where all my best ideas come from for some reason. It's always been that way. Uh, Violet says, I feel strongly about being a stay-at-home mom while my kids are young because I know I can always work, uh, but they won't always be this age. That's right. It's the most important job with the least amount of pay. What's that? Uh, being a mom. Mm. Stay-at-home mom. It's a huge investment. So Tony says, I practice leaving no footprints on rice parchment in the hall. That, uh, that your, there's some zen for you. That's very... Uh, <laughs> Ninja warrior there. 
Uh, Violet says, thank are, are you, Are you doing it by uh, grabbing monkey bars at the top? So yeah. you did. And that's all we have for today. We appreciate you being here and in our chat room and sharing all your uh, your conversation with us and with each other. And for the softer side, I am your life transitions coach, Shelley Carney. Thank you for listening to the softer side podcast with life coaches, Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice. Schedule coaching or interviews with us by email at thesofterside.info at gmail.com and get your free Life by Design tips, downloads, and mini courses by visiting our member vault at 